0: welcome to dads with daughters in this show we spotlight dads resources and more to help you be the best dad you can be
1: hello and welcome back to the dads with daughters podcast i'm chris lewis your host and i am really excited to be able to be here with you we are on a journey together working to be able to to have amazing relationships with our daughters, raising them to be strong, independent women. It's not always easy, and it does take time, but all of us can do it. And we're going to have an amazing guest here today to be able to share some insights um, into a new book that she has that is written just for us, which I love. And it's called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. As all of us know, Sometimes having those conversations, starting those conversations, and maintaining those conversations sometimes is a challenge. But Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield is with us today, and I'm really excited to be able to delve deeper into her book and some and all the experience that she's had in working with dads over the years. Dr. Canfield, thanks so much for being here.
0: Well, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited to be here.
1: I am excited to talk with you. Your husband and I had a great conversation just a while back about all the work that he's doing to engage fathers in different ways. And in reading through this book, uh, this book is chock full of just amazing insights for dads to be able to engage with their daughters in different ways. So I, I guess first and foremost, talk to me about What is it about the father-daughter relationship that makes you say, this is such an important topic and such an important topic that you would spend the time to put all of this into writing, into a new book, and and into the professional practice and professional work that you do?
0: Yeah, great question. Well, I've been spending time the last decade in what I would say is coaching dads of daughters. And my sweet spot has been 13 to 30, kind of the teens and the 20s, because a lot of dads say, you know, when she was little and she'd run up to me and her little grubby hands would grab my cheeks, you know, and I was her hero. I could do no wrong, but oh my goodness, you know, she hit pre-adolescence and adolescence and she didn't want to be with me anymore. And as the oldest of four girls, and I've, I've been coaching and counseling women for, okay, I'm aging myself here, Chris, 40 years. I'm 60 years old now. But for the last 10 years, I've been walking alongside dads and helping them decode their daughters. And I'm trying to help men understand. You've heard of the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Where? Venus. And I now call myself bilingual. I speak Martian and Venusian. And I'm trying to help dads understand the language of their daughters. And you know, I have a podcast also called The Dad Whisperer. And I'm trying to whisper to dads saying, here, I think if you said it like this she would respond a little different and don't tell her where you got it. I'm just going to, you know, give you the words so that you can be the hero you want to be and that your daughter wants you and needs you to be. And then you ask like what's the impetus, you know, for the work that I do? Well, I've been a counselor now, you know, have a private practice for 25 years. I can't even tell you how often I have had young girls, teenagers in my office, young women, even older women with tears pouring down their face saying, My dad doesn't understand me or he's so angry all the time or busy or distracted. And at the end of the day, men, every area of a daughter's life is strengthened and enhanced. Now, listen to this. This is what the research says when she feels connected to you. So really, that's what I'm all about is helping dads understand what it's like to feel connected to their daughters because their daughters are going to thrive and so are you as men
1: well i i think that's so important because i have two teenage i'm going to say tween and teens okay right, in my own household and and things do change when they get into that tween area things do change and yeah. i mean all of us have been teenagers but the experience that men have during teenage years is very different than women what do you think gets in the way in regards to the conversations and being able to communicate well, like you may have as your daughter was young.
0: Yeah, exactly. I found two things really are in play as your daughter gets older. And one of them is that she becomes more verbal and the other is she becomes more emotional. And so dads, it's really important for you to understand that it is literally physiological it's neurological, it's biological. All these things happening in your daughter's brain and body are not her fault. She doesn't even have control over them. So sometimes as dads, when you either say or think, or again, many dads, I've coached dads now for 10 years in groups, and they'll say, oh no, that's exactly what I said wrong. I'm like, "Yep, okay, you got to pull that. When you say, like, okay, if you can tell me what's wrong, then I can help you. Or if you can say it clearer, and it's like we're sitting there going, I don't know any different way to say what I'm feeling or what I'm needing or wanting. So really, at the end of the day, the reason I wrote Let's Talk is I found that as women, when we stop talking, our heart closes up. When we open our mouth, our heart opens up. And when our heart is open, a dad's heart is open. Would you, Chris, yes or no?
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Right. So the truth is, dad, if you can get your daughter talking, whether she's an introvert or an extrovert, she's going to figure herself out better. And then you're going to even hit it out of the ballpark if you can learn to hold her emotional space with her and for her without, guess what I'm going to say next, fixing it. And some of you dads want to come up with a fix. And I love practical ideas, Chris. So here's what I want to say to dads. And I got this from one of the dads that's been in my group. Men have great ideas. He said he asks his daughters, he'll ask his three daughters, he'll ask them, is this a listening session or a fixing session? Because then if she's saying, I don't need you to fix me right now, I just need you to listen because we figure things out on Venus by talking. So sometimes just by holding that space, She'll figure it out. But then there's other times where she may go, so dad, what do you think I should do? But see, if you ask her, which is this, then you're going to be able to hit it spot on and meet her where she's at.
1: You know, I've never thought about it that way, but I think that is an amazing way to be able to to start those conversations in that regard, because I think that many men go into this situation with any woman as a fixer, and many men are programmed to be fixers in yes. their own lives as well as the lives of others, and that can cause strife, as you know, mm-hmm. in, in regards to the relationship with women, because sometimes they just want you to listen, and and if you don't Take the time to do that, they kind of resent that. Yeah, or have a big
0: reaction, you know? And then men are like, okay, I have found that men are smart enough to go, you know what? I'm going to sit this few years out. You know, I'm smart enough to go, I'm making it worse. So a lot of times dads will back up and kind of go, here, mom, you go in. You're a girl. But again, dad, if you look at the research, it, let me just give you some examples of, of the areas that the research confirms that are better in a daughter's life when she feels a connected connection to her dad. One, better grades in school, more likely to finish high school and attend college, healthier weight, less body dissatisfaction, less anxiety and depression, she delays having sexual activity, and she's more apt To have steady employment. Here's another one you're gonna love more pro social empathy. Can you believe that comes from a connection to dad? So, in other words, you as dads, I don't care what message you've got in your family of origin, in the media, in movies, anywhere else, in music, the truth is at the end of the day, you matter and you are a reflect you are a reflection like a mirror back to your daughter where she will internalize your view of her even when you don't realize you're giving her a message even by nonverbals that you're approving her or proud of her or that you love her even when she's a little bit of a you know workout for you it's just all of that your daughter is taking that in and at the end of the day You know, when she's 25, 35, 45, you're going to forget all the moods and all the attitudes. I just talked to a parent this week that said, she keeps slamming the doors now. I said, well, she doesn't know what to tell you. She's 14 because she knew she would tell you. So slide a note under her door and say, what are you feeling? What are you needing? Like maybe she doesn't have words, but you can get her talking by asking questions. And that's why Chris, in this book, I have 60 conversation starters on all kinds of themes, and I'm saying, Dad, if you don't know what to say, maybe that isn't something your dad modeled, or it's not a skill set you have, I don't want you to have to reinvent the wheel. I'll put the words in front of you, and your daughter can pick the topics, and I have five sections. It's lead her to laugh, lead her to love herself and others, lead her to look deeper You know, it's some things that are maybe going on that she hasn't given words to. It might be suicide and cutting or same-sex attraction and sexual harassment and some of the, what I call the deeper end of the pool kind of issues that maybe dads would say, I'm going to default. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to check that you know, myself out and of that room and let someone else take that. Dad, if you have the script in front of you, you can then in the last two is lead her to lament. Maybe it's father wounds with you. Maybe it's loss of a friend. Loss of a job, loss of a dream. And then the last one is lead her to listen, where we flip the script and your daughter has six different questionnaires to ask you about your life. Because as we all know, we kind of live in a a world where we've got, what, 240 characters, you know? And if your daughter can learn to ask you questions, it's going to enhance her skill set, right? Interpersonally, to be out in the world, if she can learn to ask questions and listen. And Ken, as you were referencing my husband, he said, Michelle, you could have called this book, Let's Talk and Listen because really as men you give us a gift when you listen to us and sometimes we watch how long you can sustain interest in a game on television or you know on your phone but then you're done with us after 5 minutes well we're internalizing that we're boring we don't have much to offer and i'm telling you men guess who's going to give her a lot of attention the player that dude that you don't want with your daughter so if you can be the one to listen are you kidding me? You give a gift to her that is the best way to kind of really ally with her so she makes better choices.
1: It's such an important topic. Now, And you talk about some of these topics that are very much deep topics. But for someone that wants to start this process, hasn't read your book yet, I mean, first and foremost, they should pick up your book, but if they haven't picked up the book yet, but they want to start having these conversations at the basic level, let's say the top level, because as they're starting to dig that hole and try to get deeper, where should they start?
0: Well, the reason that I started with lead her to laugh, Now, you'll notice that all five sections start with lead her to, I want to empower and equip men to be leaders. Because I think right again, we live in a culture where you send your kids to the coach or the tutor or the mentor You know, instead of knowing what to do right, I have found in my observation of traveling to Mars for 10 years, I've noticed that men often would rather do nothing than do it wrong. And I'm saying, but men, doing nothing is doing it wrong. And I know you want to do it right. So a great place to start is through laughter. Because here's a really cool stat, Dads. Did you know that neuroscientists confirm that when you laugh together with someone else, that our brains release chemicals when we laugh that not only strengthen long-term relationships, but reinforce social bonding. So whether or not you have a great relationship with your daughter or your daughter's young, this is a great place to start with littles, or if you have a bombed out bridge with your daughter, is finding some things where you can laugh together is going to go a long way toward healing and repairing and strengthening your relationship. So I'm going to give you a couple just off the top of my head. Dad, ask your daughter. I don't care what age she is. She'll love this question. What item of my clothing would you love to see me get rid of? Let her make fun of you. Don't take it personal. I mean, here's another one. Is ask her, have you ever thought about your wedding day? If so, tell me about it. What colors do you want? Where do you want it to be? What flowers do you want? I I had a dad in my group once say, I had no idea that she wanted to get married in a villa in France. He goes, who do you think is going to be paying for that? It's me, you know? But he said, I never even thought to ask her that question. I said, that's why I'm giving it to you because I'm a girl and I know how we think. And we've been thinking about that. But then maybe you have a daughter who's like, oh, I don't like marriage. Great question then. What, why don't you want to get married? What don't you like about thinking about a wedding? What would you do instead of a wedding? All kinds of ways to get your daughter laughing. You know, there's, I even have activities in there. You know, you have, maybe you both have your phone and you go to the mall and you have a list of things you take a picture of. Well, during COVID, maybe you won't do that. You'll go to a park. It could be of a cobweb or of pattern or of color or of animals. And then you kind of have a contest to get through it all like a scavenger hunt. And then on the way home, go get the you know go get a printed at Costco and buy a frame and put it up in your office because you love one of her pictures. But see, some dads are like, "Oh, I think that would do better. I, that would go a lot further with my daughter than doing talking." Well, I've had a lot of dads say, "We only got through one question. That's all she could handle." Great. Sat in the Burger King parking lot in their in his truck. Cool. That's all she could handle. Great. But you're at least you're talking. You're spending time. It's just figuring out a way to connect with every one of your daughter's heart because as you know, they didn't come with a playbook, but I'm going to help you write one. So you ask the questions with pen in hand, you write it in the book or an adjunct book. And I'm telling you as a daughter, I can say this, watching, like part of the reason I wrote this book, Chris, is my dad grew up in the South side of Chicago. He didn't know how to be a dad. He was in gangs from the time he was 12. His dad died homeless in a boxcar. I mean, my dad really, three different last names among the seven kids, no template of how to be a dad. And my dad and I have come a long way. My dad and I are super close. He's in his eighties now, but he didn't know how to ask me a lot of these questions to do what you know I would call mine the depths of me. And so I think in some ways, if I'm really being honest here and vulnerable, I wrote this book because I would have loved my dad to know me this well. You know, where he could just open the book and go, let's just talk about suicide today. Because even though if if it's not my story, I guarantee you have a daughter who's known someone who's dealt with this. And then you get to know your daughter in ways that will build a foundation for the rest of her life, no matter the age she is. And if you're a dad that says, oh, my goodness, my daughter's 25. It's too late. I never did it right. It's never too late to start. I've known daughters that have done these questions with their dads and they're in their thirties. Never too late. Never too late. I'm your biggest champion. So is Chris. We're all standing here going, go dad, engage your daughter's heart. Do it today.
1: Definitely a champion for that as well. And, you know, I think one of the things that's interesting, I was going to ask you this about your own father, and I, I appreciate that you were vulnerable and you shared that too. You know, I challenge all dads to be vulnerable in the space that they're in to look at, Who they are based on where they were. Mm -hmm. Because I think that a lot of us do come in without a concept of what it means to be a father. You know, growing up myself, I was an only child. So, and Mm. didn't grow up around little kids or things like that. Um, So for me, it was, I mean, there was no playbook. I had to figure it out and didn't have a huge community around myself. So one of the things within Fathering Together that we've tried to do is build a community for fathers to be able to grow. And to learn Mm -hmm. from each other, because that is so important. Community is so important. Absolutely. Now, I guess, and maybe the answer is this book, but going back to the story of why you wrote this book in regards to what you had hoped that your father would have known, Mm -hmm. if you went back in time today and you could have helped your dad do one thing to be able to to help you find the success that you found today, what would you have said to him?
0: You know, my dad, again, did a lot right, that he did not have a template for it. And, you know, when we were little, he'd take us to the park and hide pennies in the bark dust and nickels. And he'd go, I think there's one over here. Well, his dad never did that. You know, he's the guy on the block that would take an old milk crate and put, you know, You know, bike handles on it and some streamers and a skateboard and make us a really cool wagon that nobody else had to ride on. You know, my dad even started something probably when I was about 20 with us girls called Perfume Day, where he was at a men's retreat and they were like, Find a way to connect with your kids. He's like, What do girls like? Well, they like perfume. So, literally, to this day at Christmas, my dad takes me to Nordstrom. It doesn't matter. You can go to Macy's. We did that for a while too. And we at Christmas, usually the twenty third or the twenty fourth, we have l- a lunch date, and we, I get to pick any perfume I want. My dad sits in the perfume section, and I have perfume all up and down my arms. And together, we decide which perfume he's going to buy me. And we all know perfume ain't cheap. And my dad is what I'm just saying is here's some practical ideas, maybe for some dads listening that go, I want to start perfume day with my, you know, with my kid, and. I, I've even had dads like, oh, my daughter does not like perfume. I'm like, cool, do a bookstore. Like, spend a couple hours. Oh yeah. You know, and document it with photos. So I always do that. And go through the aisles with her and say, I'll buy you, you know, three books. And you are sitting there in the, you know, Shakespeare section that is not your favorite, or the poetry section. I have a sister that loves poetry started. I live in Portland, Oregon. She started a poetry event here. You know, it might be that you're like, I don't like poetry, but that's what she loves. And so you enter in at a place where she is. So I wanted to just start before even answering your question by just saying my dad did a lot right. One of the things that I would have loved more is more in-depth talking. In fact, my dad and I started this tradition. We haven't done it now for about a year and a half, but for probably five years where Monday nights, my dad would come pick me up. And this is again just until about a year and a half ago. So I'm an adult, you know, have my own home and my own practice and business and everything. And my dad would come pick me up and we go to Costco. I was a cheap date. We do dinner there, you know, hot. He'd get a hot dog or a p- No, he always did pizza. I do the salad. And we would spend time doing our grocery shopping. And it just became this thing. And because my dad, again, had really no template, I'm not kidding you. When I say no template, I'm talking no template of how to be a dad. One time I said, dad, do you think we're very close? This is probably about five years ago. And he goes, I don't think we're as close as you'd like us to be. And I go, you're exactly right. And you know what it comes down to is I wish he would ask me deeper questions so, like I said, to mine the depths, like I can tell him things Because again, I'm a shrink. That's what I do for a living. You know, I've walked alongside people for so long. But I would love him to draw me out. I would love him to ask me questions that maybe I hadn't even thought to ask myself. And so if you're a dad listening, here's another freebie. In fact, I talk about this in my first book, but people don't have to buy the book. I love just coaching dads and And telling them things where they don't have to just go buy something. I'm not trying to just shove that down their throat. But did you know, Chris, there's actually a really easy trick to asking good questions that's going to keep you as a dad engaged? You want me to tell it to you? I made it up. Okay, here you go. Sure. You listen for the key word in her sentence or the last word in her sentence. So let me give you an example. You pick her up from school. So picture this with one of your girls, tween or teen. And you go, hi, honey, how was your day today? And she says. She probably would say it was okay. There or you something go. something like that. Yeah. Quick one-liner, right? She's yeah. a teenager that you know. she might not be in the mood for talking. She had a hard day or whatever. And you go, great. Okay. As men, you think if she wanted to tell me more, she would have told me. Over here on our planet, we're like, well, if you wanted to know more, you would have asked me. And you're like, you're making me nuts. How would I have known that? Hi, that's why I'm helping to decode women to you. So here's the trick, men. She goes, like Chris just said, that was okay. Okay, what was the key word in that sentence? Okay. So you say to her, who, what, when, where, why, and how. Remember, we learned those in school. I Why is my least favorite. So try to take that one out. But you hook up one of those who, what, when, where, how questions like, what about your day was okay? She gave you the prompt word. It's either the last word or the keyword. So maybe she says, well, actually today, like in science, you know that there's this kid named Aaron and I was dying because like he was looking at me and I was totally, all my friends saw and my face turned red because he was watching. Okay, what's the keyword in that sentence? I'm putting Chris on the spot. The boy. Okay, the boy. It could be something else. You might think it was science class. That's fine. There's no right wrong, but probably the boy. So you go, what about Aaron do you like? What about everyone looking at you embarrassed you? How did you feel when Aaron was like, see, you You take a who, what, when, where, how, and put it with the keyword. Now, what if you have a daughter that goes, well, I was in science class and Aaron looked at me and I was dying because when he looked at me, everyone was laughing and I, I turned red and all my friends knew I liked him and I was dying because then the teacher saw me and then, and you're like. Oh, my goodness! That was so many words. I'm a couple exits back on the freeway, and she's way ahead. You might have to take the last thing she said, and I was dying. You're like, I have no idea what she just said, but you go, "How was that when you were dying? Well, Dad, my face you know why my face turns red, right? And she'll think you listened to the whole thing. <laughs> but you just got the last word or the keyword. So what do you think, Chris? Is that practical enough for listeners?
1: Yeah, I think it's very practical. And and I I will say that the whole book is pr- full of these type of things. So, you know, this is, is definitely a book that walks you through step by step, which for me is great. And I think for many, f- many men is great to be able to kind of walk you through. It's an easy read. Um, and I think that uh, anyone, even if you're not a big reader, this is a book that will definitely help you to be able to start having those conversations no matter where you are and being able to move forward in your relationship with your daughter. So this is this is great, Michelle. And I, I just want to say thank you for all the work that you have been doing over the last 10 years to be able to engage guys like me, but also other men to be able to engage deeper with our daughters. I think it's it's so important for men to have a strong relationship with their daughters and be able to really take that to the next level.
0: Exactly. And, and again, if you come to your dad, you don't have to call it a date. Some girls think that's a lame title like dad daughter date call it whatever let her decide you know just hang out time or whatever but you can open the book and let her pick a topic there's 60 topics or activities at the beginning and then at the end like I said where you flip it but she may want to choose in fact I just had one of my clients say and she's 36 and her dad and her have been doing this weekly and she said I was tired of talking this week so I said dad I want to do the one where I ask you questions about your life. So then she got to listen to him. And I said, did you hear any stories you hadn't heard before? Right? 36. She'd heard a lot of stories. She said, he went into detail different because see the question invited a different response. And I'm telling you, and I can say this as a you know daughter, I love the stories that my dad tells me. In fact, here's another practical idea. I told you about how I did these shopping dates, grocery shopping with my dad we started doing two things. Now you you may literally say, Michelle, you just lost all credibility. I thought, you know, you had a doctorate. I'm also, I love to play and be silly. Like literally sometimes at Costco, I'd ride on the cart on the end and have them push me down the aisle. I don't know what it is. I'm a big kid, but we would go to the grocery store across the street. It's like a Safeway. And we would do a dad daughter selfie. So we would do grocery shopping and put like a uh, m- maybe in the present section and the card section, we put, you know, some of the a bag on our head with, you know, some of the twirly ribbon over our glasses, and then do a funny picture. And I'd stick it on social media. And I would always hashtag it dad daughter selfie. But we would do it with fruit and vegetables, or a pan in that aisle. Or, you know, it's like they a lot of times they would have stuff they would sell seasonally. I am not kidding you. I have so many people that would say, when's your, we, you didn't meet on Monday night. We missed you like dad. There's a fun way to engage your daughter. That doesn't cost any money, but it's your time and your attention. In fact, one father's day, I made my dad a big picture with like a collage of a bunch of our Monday night dad, daughter, selfie pictures. It was awesome. But here's the other idea, dad. Is I knew that my dad, he's not real prone to opening up a lot of his story, but I want to hear them. I love how you were just saying that, Dad, open up your story. Well, some men like my dad didn't grow up in an era where you were taught how to open up, or my dad was raised where you just, you know, you toughened up and you just batten down the hatches and you just make do, and you, you know, they were very poor and. My dad, you know, was born in the 30s, lived through the depression. You just don't talk about stuff you don't need to talk about, and you don't complain, and you just move on. And I want to know all those stories about how hard it was. You know, so I came up with this idea because it was about 10 minutes from that grocery store to my house. And I said, Dad, will you start telling me one story on the way home every time? So it was only a 10-minute block, and my dad would start coming to our grocery shopping times with a story prepared. But see, it was time limited. So he didn't have to go on and on. I learned stories. I There were times I'd pull out my phone just to record it because I don't want to forget it. But I learned stories of my dad that i would never heard. He's like, see this, this scar above my right eyebrow? Yeah. It's because in Chicago, you know, the ice froze and we had our skates and I... Fell once, and there was a can and the lid of a sharp can sticking out of the ice, cut my eye, and I went home and we didn't have insurance. My mom sewed me up. What? And then we go into these stories that my dad never thought to tell me. So maybe if you're like my dad, you could do something like that. Go. I'm gonna set a timer for ten minutes, and we would do if it was you know right now time of year, tell a story from this time of year or that holiday, or You know, something about that season or sports that time of year. And I'm telling you, your daughter will eat it up. So will your sons. But I know this about dads and daughters. Are these practical enough ideas? Can you tell I'm just like pouring these ideas into dad's lives? Because I want to champion you as men and equip you to lead, again, to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be.
1: These are definitely practical and definitely things that we can take and try right away, which is great. Now, Michelle, if people want to find out more about you, past books that you've written, other sure. things that you're doing, where should they go? Yeah, you can go to my
0: website. It's just drmichellewatson.com. D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E Watson.com. And even though I'm a Canfield now, I just got married this year. I, I've had my professional name is Watson forever. So that's my website, drmichellewatson.com. If you want to listen to the dad Whisper which is a radio program here in Portland, but it's also a podcast. It's on my website or Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. And on my website too, Chris, I've got a link to the new book, the Let's Talk one. And then my first book is called Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. So I'm helping to kind of decode daughters to dads more in that book. With, with the, the chapters are really short. They're like three, four pages each. I interviewed men. What do you want in a book? They said, get to the point already. And so I, I really sought to do that. And I just had a dad write me a couple of weeks ago that said, I'm at page 40 and I've cried my way to this point because I've seen everything I've done wrong. And I, again, I just want to encourage him. I'm like, but it's never too late. Too late. Your daughter's 21. You know, do it now. Did you notice I said date instead of late? But that was probably a Freudian slip because I'm like, engage her now date her now, spend time one-on-one with her now. But really on on my website, I also have free downloads, PDFs, and I'm all about resourcing dads, encouraging them. And then there's a link there to my Dad Daughter Friday blogs. You can sign up for those as I really, can you tell I'm a champion of dads, of daughters, to the core of my being.
1: Well, Michelle, I really appreciate you being on today. We'll put a link in our notes today to all these different resources that are available for all dads out there, and I wish you all the best. Thank
0: you. It's been a joy to be with you today.
1: If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org.